Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode, we take a topic that we know very little about, and we give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work and then share what we feel is the most important information with you, the listeners. Yep, we're not experts in anything that we talk about on this podcast. It's just a summary of what we found out in the week. Uh, But hopefully by sharing some knowledge with you all, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Sounds good to me, Liam. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is the extinction of the dinosaurs. Feels like this week, Ollie, we're doing another one of our public interest episodes to help people with their homework. <laughs> Does it? I think this is super interesting. I, so do I. I really it's one like of those this. things where there's, yeah, you, you know, it happened obviously because dinosaurs aren't around today, and you, you you hear that they're wiped out. But I think I've got some idea how and why. But I've learned so much this week; it's been super interesting. Yeah, this is something. Yeah, my my kids love you know kids love dinosaurs, don't they? And eventually they go through a dinosaurs phase. Yep. So I feel like this is going to be interesting i'm going to be able to share the knowledge with them eventually also i don't know if i sound all croaky today i have got a bit of a sore throat so i'm trying to in case i cough or sniff or whatever during this episode apologies everybody but i'm being strong and pushing through oh hero hero (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that but yeah so so dinosaurs we know that they have like fascinated us people have been aware of them for a very long time and there's been different theories which we'll get onto over the last you know, couple of hundred years since we discovered them about how or why they all of a sudden died out. But dinosaurs were around a flipping long time ago. And this has been something that's maybe bent my mind a little bit this week about how long ago we're actually talking about in time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to get your head around. Dinosaurs, well, like when did they start? About 250 million years ago yeah like that's when they were first here and then they ended up disappearing about 66 million years ago which is such a long time ago it's such a long time ago which means it means they were around for about 160 or 70 million years million years yeah yeah so if, if there's some sort of Context around that, dinosaurs being around for 160 million years, humans, we've been around for about 200,000 years, and, give or take. And that, that, that's give or take, and that depends on what, what classification you make as a human. Yeah. Like yeah. a human upright walking one of us, that might only be 70,000 years. Yeah. 70,000, we're talking like hundreds of millions so if there was ever any doubt, we definitely didn't overlap. <laughs> no, I've got. No, 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 we didn't. I've got a lovely little explanation about just talking about the, t- the history of time just really quickly. Go on then. To work out how we're talking. So it is thought that the Earth has been around for about 4.6 billion years. Billion at this point. 4.6 yep. billion, maybe 4.7 billion years. If you took the entire existence of Earth and put it into a calendar year, like a, a 365 days, yep. Earth's been around for 4.7 billion. The dinosaurs wouldn't have turned up until about the 12th of December. 
<laughs> okay. So yeah. So the world's been going on for like most of the year. Now, remember, we're saying the dinosaurs have been around for like 160 million years at this point. Yeah. They turn up on the 12th of December, right? They then die and are extinct by Boxing Day, the 26th of December. They, they don't even make it to the year. Yep. So they're, they're dead after Christmas Day. Okay. Right. Humans turn up in the evening of New Year's Eve, December the 31st, the very last day of the year. Brilliant. We've only just about turned up. Every human that is on the planet right now turned up in the last millisecond of New Year's Eve. <laughs> so we are an absolute little blip of a dot of a small really thing like in the, in the landscape of time. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been around for like no time at all. Dinosaurs were around for about 12 days worth of a year. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it doesn't, that, I mean, that ain't going to help some people. That'd be like, that still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so it was a very, very, very long time ago. Uh, so we're t- saying that the dinosaurs were around for 160 million years. And that amount of time or that that era is known as the Mesozoic era, uh, which is known as the, the age of the dinosaurs. And there could be some words here that people would have heard of. Within an era, you then get time periods. So within the Mesozoic era, you've got the Triassic, Jurassic and the Cretaceous period. And we'll we'll yeah. be focusing on sort of like the end of the Cretaceous period. Yeah, Triassic was when the dinosaurs turned up. But these periods of time, <laughs> you just say it so flippantly, these periods of time are like 40 million years. <laughs> or like, so it's like the Mesozoic era is like 160 something million years long. And then the Triassic is like the first 40 million years of that. And then the Jurassic period is like 60 million years in the middle. Um, and then, yeah, and then Cretaceous at the end. So on along those lines, you know, thing talking about things that overlapped or didn't overlap, we definitely didn't overlap dinosaurs, but the Stegosaurus was already extinct by the time the Tyrannosaurus existed. <laughs> so in fact, it was about 80 million years earlier that the Stegosaurus was extinct before the Tyrannosaurus turned up. I cannot tell my boy that because when we play dinosaurs, he is always a T-Rex and I'm always a Stegosaurus. <laughs> and he's always trying to eat me. And I've always got my those little plate things along my back. Yeah. I can't tell him that actually they weren't they weren't actually around. <laughs> yeah, by about 80 million years they weren't around. But there's a, the, so these eras, Mesozoic is is the one we're talking about, but there are some other big eras of time, isn't there? Either side of yeah, this. Yeah, so the Mesozoic era literally translates as middle years or middle life. Uh, and then we've got before that the Paleozoic era, which means old life. So if you think of like the word paleontologist, they they oh, yeah. look into old stuff. Paleo yeah. means old. So Paleozoic and then Mesozoic. And then we are in an era called the Cenozoic, which means new era. It's not that new, though, because this era is currently 66 million years old. But we we right now are in an era called the Cenozoic era. Nice. Any idea when our era will end? I've got no idea. Well, the Mesozoic era was like, like we're saying, that's dinosaur time, so 160 minutes. So we might got like 100 million years. Oh, wow. Okay. So no, no maybe, there'll be, maybe there'll be like an extinction that happens to us, and then it's like, end, and then there's like a new one. Yeah, could well be. Um, so what, what then happened at the end of the dinosaurs is it's termed as a mass extinction. So, yeah. yeah. There are these mass extinctions that happen, but there's there is a 
a baseline of just things going extinct anyway. Like extinction is just part of life. So yep. something might die, another animal or another plant, you know, they they disappear all the time, but then something else within the ecosystem usually replaces it. And there's normally a new species or another one that exists. And this is quite, quite interesting to say that about 98% of all the organisms that have ever existed on our planet are now extinct. Wow. So all the stuff we've got is only 2% of what's ever been here. Yeah. Imagine what the other stuff must have been. Yeah, definitely. And um, when we were saying about yeah, extinction, I know if you're, you're talking about a, you know, a tiger coming and going, then that, that goes extinct. They, there is some sort of, um, they, they put some sort of gauge on what, what the extinction rate is. So the normal extinction rate is somewhere between 0.1 and one of a species per 10,000 species over a hundred years. Yeah. So one out of every 10,000 species gets extinct every hundred years. That is yeah. standard. Yes. And that is, that is normal. A mass extinction is when 75% of all species get extinct. So for example, like, like, yeah, like you were saying, like tigers, tigers will eventually be extinct, like, which will be sad, but they'll, they'll just die. But that's just yep. one species. Yep. A mass extinction is when 75% of all of the species of all of the animals, every animal, three quarters of all animals die within a, a period short, of time. Within a short space of geological time. And, you know, how yeah, long, is, long is it? How, how long is a short space of geological time? Hmm. Well, well, we know we know the Earth's been around for 4.7 billion years. So a short amount of time within that is actually quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah. So this is where they, they say it's about 2.8 million years. So where 75% of all species die within a period of 2.8 million years. That's mental. <laughs> yeah. The three quarters of animals. So a mass extinction is when three quarters of all of the animals or species species of all species die within a basically three million year time period. Yeah. And it, it's not it's not really easy to identify when these things happen, but we know that there have been these mass extinctions over time. And it turns out that we think, or we scientists think, that there have been five mass extinctions over the last 500 million years. Yeah, yeah. So, and they know that from like fossil records. You know, they can dig yeah. into the ground and they can look at layers of the ground, um, you know, because we, we've learned this before. You know, as things die, they all land on top of each other until they all get squished down and form the ground, basically. And there's like, like sort of like the rings of a tree. As you go down deeper, you just go further back in time. Um, but yeah, the first, yeah, five mass extinctions. The one we're going to talk about today, the mass extinction of the dinosaurs is the most recent one. Yes. Isn't it? That's that's the one everyone thinks of when they say, oh, the extinction. You know, people probably don't realize. I didn't know. That there were four other ones before this one. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't realise. There's there's one that they've been able to calculate and work out, as you're saying, due to fossil records and um, just what the land is like. There was the first one 443 million years ago, which wiped out approximately 85% of all species. They think it could have something to do with the temperatures started plummeting. There were huge glaciers um, forming, which made sea levels change, and then it had rapid warming that came after it. But that set of events caused about 85% of all species to die. It's called the Ordovician Silurian mass extinction. 
<laughs> it is. That was the first one. And then there was one called the Devonian mass extinction. That was own, only 374 million years ago. Yeah, again, global warming and cooling, rise and fall of sea levels, reduction in oxygen and carbon dioxide. That sounds familiar, though, doesn't it? That's a bit worrying. That's <laughs> now both of the two you've just said are to do with the warming and cooling of the Earth. <laughs> yeah. Then we've got one, which was the Permian mass extinction. That was 250 million years ago. This has got a lovely name rather than being called the Permian mass extinction. This is known as the Great Dying. Yeah, it's the biggest one. This is the one that caused the beginning of the dinosaurs. So when this extinction happened, 95% of all species died. So that's like nearly every animal on the planet. That's nuts. So if, if you think that, you know, from a species point of view, they've been going along for a couple of million years, they've been doing really well, like they're just getting going as a species, then all of a sudden just something comes along, just wipes it out. All these like vertebrates that were started. So vertebrates are animals with a backbone, things that are, are then, um, yeah, like fish, amphibians and reptiles and what have you. They're starting to get going and then all of a sudden they get wiped out. Yeah, there was a mass extinction in the middle of the dinosaurs about 200 million years ago. Killed about 80% of the Earth species. Um, they think probably to do with uh, like volcanoes and things affecting the Earth. But then the main one, the reason we're all here today is what is known as the Cretaceous Mass Extinction, or the KPG. You heard that? You read that? <laughs> is, is that your is that your version of it? No, it's called the KPG. It's the it's the so the di- the Cretaceous period is when the dinosaurs were around. Once they were not around, we entered an era called the Paleogene era. So it's KPG is Cretaceous Paleogene. It's like the, the the line between the two like it happened and we stopped being cretaceous we started being paleogene but cretaceous is spelled with a c yeah right it's because there's another time period beginning with c somewhere else and they've already <laughs> used it and I, I i knew you'd say that and i forgot to write down what it was <laughs> there's another c one it's used for something else so they have had to use k for cretaceous Oh dear, that's not confusing. But yeah, so this that's the one that we're talking about today. So yeah. why did the dinosaurs go extinct? It's the Cretaceous mass extinction that happened. So yeah, exciting stuff. We're getting there. So brilliant. We we know that the dinosaurs did die out. There's been a whole load of theories about how and why this did happen. Yeah, it was difficult to work out which one was real though when I was learning this, because there's lots of real <laughs> lots of things. Um so I'll throw the first one at you. Do you know, you know, lots of um, yeah theories and thoughts. One being that perhaps hay fever caused the end of the dinosaurs. Really, I didn't see this one. Yeah, yeah. Due to like the the growth as dinosaurs evolved and the plant the 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 world evolved, like plants came about. But as plants came about, so did hay fever and pollen. <laughs> Some people suggested perhaps they couldn't cope with the pollen. <laughs> <laughs> If you were a dinosaur, that's what would wipe you out, isn't it? Yeah, and they were, and I read that even if that were true, how did all the, the swimming dinosaurs die? Because they yeah, wouldn't exactly. have died from that. So exactly. That kind of happened. Did you find There's another, one? another one about egg eating. So there oh, was yeah, a, this is a good one. paleontologist called George Byland in the 20th century argued that the dinosaurs just ate themselves to extinction by eating their own eggs. So... It'd be that they'd go off, eat other, you know, carnivorous dinosaurs would go off and eat other eggs. And then if they're eating the herbivore eggs, then herbivores don't grow. Um, And so they end up just cutting off that life cycle. 
I'm not sure that would work. Like, that's not how evolution works, I don't think. I think no. that would happen. Don't, and there's, yeah, there, there've been yeah, holes pointed in in that one. There was a, a funny one around an overactive gland. Go on. Did you see this? This is just where people were coming to the theory of saying that the dinosaurs, they were so big, they got so big, it's because they had an overactive gland and it believed that they just got so big inside size that they were too slow to then move, that they were then <laughs> needed too much food to then sustain them because they were then so massive. And they just almost, they just got too big for what they're able to then keep up with as a species. Yeah. But again, that goes against evolution. Like they wouldn't have got too big because the ones that were too big would have died and the ones that were smaller would have carried on. Like so we learned that when we did evolution, that they'd have carried on going. Um, I read one about similar to eggs being eaten, but not by other dinosaurs, by other mammals. Okay. Now, I think something that I I didn't realize or think about was there were loads of di- loads of animals around that weren't dinosaurs. It weren't just dinosaurs rolling around the world. They were in charge, yep. obviously. But there would have been like, I don't know, not not rats per se, but certain like small rodents and things bowling all over the place. Yep. They would have eaten dinosaur eggs, <laughs> and there is a suggestion that perhaps other animals killed the dinosaurs by eating all their eggs, similar to what you said earlier, and that that the other animals basically took over essentially. So what you're saying that there could be like a little mouse or a rat like animal comes along, eats Tyrannosaurus's eggs. The Tyrannosaurus is too big to be able to bend down and try and catch yeah. a mouse that's scurrying yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so those babies then never grow because the eggs have been eaten. Yeah. And it is yeah, down to the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. There was a another theory out there that was to do with that there were too many males. So okay. what happened? Um, there are some theories that the earth was all warming up. So they know that there was a lot of volcano activity around the time, just saying that the, the worth, the earth was much, much hotter um, at that point of time. And similarly today to how alligators and crocodiles, the sex of their offspring is determined by the temperature of the eggs. Okay. So the embryo can change depending on the, on the temperature. And so the, the idea being that the dinosaur eggs were too hot. So only males or predominantly males were produced, which then meant it stifled them having any offspring. So none of those things are true though. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's some really outrageous ones like aliens came down, wiped out the dinosaurs to allow for humans to then uh, (laughs) come onto the earth. There is a reason that probably, you know, I guess most of us probably do know, but it's quite interesting. Like, the, there's there's the actual reason, isn't there? And it is that a massive asteroid came down, smacked into Earth, and caused all sorts of carnage. Yeah, and that has actually essentially been proven, hasn't it? That is, like, they know that was, they're just about are pretty sure that that's what happened. It's the one that scientists are giving the most um credence to the one the one where they they think yeah there's there's enough evidence to support this and this sounds like this could actually be the the real answer to it and you know this this theory it must have been around for a while surely surely we must have known about this well yeah so not not that long ago actually but 1825 like 200 years ago scientists first worked out that dinosaurs had died out when like, like about 66 million years ago they worked out that there were changes in plants and that certain plants they could find, like they could find fossils for certain plants back to a certain time 
but then not after six, six million years. So they knew that something had happened whereby suddenly they've all disappeared. So that was 1825, but there was, there was no suggestion of a meteor at that point, just that we think it was probably about this time. Yeah. But the meteor itself wasn't proposed until 1980. <laughs> 40 years ago, that was it. That really surprised me that it was that short amount of time ago that somebody thought that it could well have been an asteroid that caused a mass extinction. It did It did make me um, just have a little tangent uh, and go off and think about, do you know the difference between an asteroid and a meteorite? I never knew this. Is, some, is it to do with like when they enter the invi- like the planet? <laughs> yeah, it's similar one, to... one a comet when it's out in space and it becomes an asteroid when it comes into our atmosphere or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah super, super similar. So like when we did volcanoes with magma and lava, then the yeah, difference... The same thing. So an asteroid, it's an asteroid when it's in space and orbiting. Anything that then survives and makes it down to Earth and lands on Earth is then a meteorite. Like magma is inside the planet, and when it comes out, it becomes lava, but it's the same thing. When it's yeah. not in the Earth anymore, cheap plug for our Volcanoes episode, if you fancy going to learn about that. <laughs> so an asteroid and a meteorite are, expect- are effectively the same thing, but an asteroid is when it's in space, and a meteorite is when it's landed. So, so yeah, the theory... The theory was proposed. It was a guy called Luis Walter Alvarez and him and his son, they're both geologists. And they thought that when they were looking at these rocks in Italy, they were seeing that there was different types of um, sediment that was happening in the layer of the rocks in this limestone that they were looking at. And they thought, right, there's the Cretaceous period. We can see where that is. Here's the one after the, the limestone after the Cretaceous period. And then they could see there was a line in between it. And they thought, this is interesting. And then they had a look at this line, and it turned out that it was made of iridium. And why this is really important is that iridium is very, very rare on Earth. There's very little iridium on Earth, but it's what asteroids are made of. Yeah. So it then got them thinking, well, it seems like there could be an asteroid here right on that 66 million year boundary. Yeah, and they started to um, started to investigate it further. Yeah, uh, yeah, and essentially, rock samples were then taken from Denmark, New Zealand, like really spread out, you know, all over the place. And this little strip of iridium was in all of them at, at the same point. You know, so we're talking, you know, they're they're digging down in the rocks, and they've gone to sixty six million years deep, essentially, however deep that might be. Yep. And yeah, there's this this little seam of iridium, but they're everywhere like all over the world. So they then proposed that the dinosaurs died because a meteor hit the earth. The yeah. problem was they couldn't find the flipping meteor. They didn't know where <laughs> it had hit. Well, um, what they then did is, as you said, they were taking more and more of these samples all around the world and it would range from being a couple of meters thick, maybe one meter thick in terms of the um the, the iridium size to it then get into hundreds of meters thick, the closer that you then got towards Mexico. Yeah. But this, so this was like 1980, but it wasn't until 1990. So we're now only like 33 years ago. Somebody realized they found out, oh, there's a massive crater here. It was, it's mostly under the water, just at the very Northern tip of Mexico. If you ever look at Mexico on a map, Mexico is sort of like a U shape. 
If you look at the very top on the right-hand side of Mexico, it's an area called the Yucatan province. Peninsula. A peninsula, that's right. And in an area called Chicxulub, C-H-I-C-X-U-L-U-B, there is a crater which they found mostly under the, well, no, I think it's entirely under the water. And they realised, well, hold on, this must be where the asteroid hit. Yeah. Isn't that mental? Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Yeah, like doing doing like imaging and, um, you know, using new technology now, they can actually see where this crater is and what then did cause the extinction of the dinosaurs. So the, this this crater, this crater is, is enormous. So it's 150 kilometres in diameter. Yeah. So it's not a little crater they've been searching for. You know, it's, it's absolutely massive. And they think that the asteroid would have been between 10 and 15 kilometres wide. Yeah. So it's steaming into Earth super, super fast, smashes into the Yucatan Peninsula, and it causes this huge crater of 150 kilometers imagine trying to find that you 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 couldn't like you can't just see it walking around you can't just walk around the planet and go oh, i'm in the middle of this crater now yeah it's so big 150 kilometers is like 100 miles yeah like you're not going to know you're in it when you're in it and even if you're on one of the ridge bits on the edge of it you're not going to know you're inside on the edge of a crater yeah because it's just too big so yeah i mean it took so long to find it and <laughs> It's underwater, so like, <laughs> yeah. even if you could find it, you couldn't find it. It's underwater. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Um, and how fast was it going? It was. I said it was bowling in pretty quick, but how fast was it? Twenty thousand kilometers per second. Again, something you this can't even really get your head around. Steamed into the earth. Yeah, and so what then happened was, so it's almost like, so what? So what that this then steamed into the earth as quickly as it did? What happened? goes into the earth, hits part where there's some water, obviously, but it's not that deep in the Yucatan Peninsula where it then hits. It smashes into that, goes into the earth, and then because of the heat and the speed that it's then gone in, it causes a huge reaction. So the asteroid, yep. they think, sort of vaporizes at impact with this mass explosion that then happens. And then from that, vaporizing and that impact it has a massive knock-on effect yeah i mean yeah well i mean it causes a ginormous tidal wave that's at least you know dozens of meters high that spreads around the whole world <laughs> it's like yeah get that around your head like it just everywhere so anything that gets smashed by that wave then is in trouble it causes ginormous dust clouds that just blot out the sun so anything that relies on the sun. Interestingly, they think at the same time this hit the earth, there was a whole load of volcanic activity happening in yes, India. What, in India. And they're sort of the two things combined. Like, so these volcanoes are pumping up ash into the sky. The comet hits, creates even more ash. The sun is now blocked out. Plants, which we know live using sunlight, they essentially all die off. Any dinosaur that eats the plants dies. Any dinosaurs that eat the other dinosaurs, they then die because they haven't got anything to eat. All the dinosaurs are dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's Just that that huge knock-on effect to the, the food chain that then happens there. And with yeah, with it then smashing into the earth, the chemical reaction, there was apparently a load of sulfuric rain, which then kills off plantation as well. So there's there's a, a lot of things coming together to then mean that this isn't looking good for the dinosaurs. Yeah. 
and they yeah they they just they they just died out essentially. Do you know how long it took they they think for them to have died out once it hit? Because obviously the ones that it hit were just obliterated, but there would have been bajillions all over the planet still at, at one point. Do you know how long they reckon it took though? Oh yeah, go on, tell us. About tw- about twenty years, about two decades, which is essentially just about enough time for everything to just starve to death. You know, like a T Rex is bowling round. It used to eat whatever this dinosaur was, but this dinosaur eats plants. But there's now no plants, so this dinosaur dies. So now the T Rex can't eat that dinosaur. Hasn't yeah. What a grim situation to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's horrendous. It's not happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, absolutely horrendous. So yeah, so, so that's it's, the end. All yeah. dinosaurs dead. <laughs> All dinosaurs dead. Yeah. That's not so true, though, is it? There, there is, there is a little asterisk on that. That there, there were some things that then did actually manage to survive this huge asteroid impact uh, from the Cretaceous period, and so some of them are still with us today. Yeah, birds, flying yeah. dinosaurs, essentially, they'd have just taken off, wouldn't they? They wouldn't have had to worry about the tidal wave. They wouldn't have got hit by that. They wouldn't have caught on fire. They, you know, they, the earthquakes or whatever, any of that, none of that would have affected them. They'd have taken off, so they'd have been all right. It would have just been a case of was there still food for them? In the aftermath, the really big bird dinosaur, you know, the pterodactyl, like the proper yep. big ones, they would have died very quickly because they rely on probably, in, you know, the dinosaurs on the ground and uh, they wouldn't have been there. And also just with them being bigger, they need more food to fuel them. So if we're yep. saying that a load of the plant life has died out, we've yep. then got, um, you know, birds and birds are really adaptable. Birds eat all sorts. So birds will eat plants, they'll eat insects, you know, they'll eat berries and, and all sorts. Yeah. So they, they have a really versatile diet. So it's almost that the birds at the time, whatever they could get, get their, I was going to say their hands on, but whatever they could get their, their beak into, they would then be able to, to eat it. And, and now today, there are at least 11,000 different bird species out there. Like they've really, really, um, yeah, taking it. And they, they would have evolved over this 66 million years. <laughs> you know, that's sort of where it came from. I looked into, are there any other animals around? Still, like not birds necessarily. Are there any other animals that are thought to have been around when the dinosaurs were around and that survived as well? Okay. Do you any of those? Yeah, yeah. Well, apart what, apart from birds, so things like birds, yeah. penguins and all of that. I, I, yeah. I, funny, like when people say, you know, the, the dinosaurs are dead. Like technically they're not really, are they? Because of the birds. Like the oldest bird fossils are 150 million years old. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, they've yeah. So so how many pigeons a dinosaur? Well, they, yeah, I think it is. So they, they did all birds evolved from a set of dinosaurs called theropods. And the theropods are they're the the, the Tyrannosaurus rex looking ones, the ones where they've got like the big Big chest, big legs and tiny hands. So they, and and like Velociraptor and things like that, birds have evolved from that type of dinosaur. So yeah, technically not all dinosaurs are extinct. I don't know if we need to rename our our episode. (laughs) Crocodile though, that's a dinosaur, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, got to be, got to be. I read that it isn't necessarily a dinosaur per se, but it was around. There are, there are, um, like fossils of crocs from like 240 million years ago like they they're not so much evolved from dinosaurs as they were just around when they were around so yeah. maybe that even is a dinosaur but like you were saying earlier it 
something that never really crossed my mind that there were other things around at the time of the dinosaurs, like mammals were starting to to be yeah. around. Yeah. And, you know, could have been eating their eggs and stuff. So snakes, the earliest snake fossil is from 167 million years ago. Like okay. they've been around while the dinosaurs were around. Do we class them as a dinosaur? Probably not. You know, there'd have been snakes that ate, you know, snakes nowadays eat eggs. There'd have been snakes around with the dinosaurs eating dinosaur eggs. Yeah. 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 Um, what's some other ones I found? Duck billed platypus. <laughs> okay. 210 million years ago. They've got fossils from that. Also, interesting fact about the duckbill platypus, everybody. Here we go. It's one of only two species. They're known as monotremes. They are mammals that still lay eggs. Okay. All mammals we know give birth to, like, they don't have eggs, do they? They give birth to, like, what do you call it? Like a mini version of themselves. A live, a live animal. Yeah, like a mini dog comes out of a dog. A mini person <laughs> comes out of a person. But a duckbill platypus... And an anteater, they are the only two mammals that still give birth to eggs. Brilliant. That was one of the other reasons that they think why other animals could have survived and dinosaurs didn't was around the eggs. And partly it's due to the incubation period. There was a really interesting study I was reading about where they were taking fossilized embryos and studying the teeth of the embryos as they developed in the eggs of the dinosaurs and then figuring out how long it then might take for the dinosaur eggs to hatch. Okay. And so birds, for example, they can take between 11 and 85 days for them to hatch. So that's pretty quick. That's pretty rapid, isn't it? 11 days, you've then got your offspring coming out. You've only got to protect them for 11 days. Like, Whereas with dinosaurs, there's a lot of evidence to point to that their eggs would take either six months or take four, four to six months for them to actually hatch. So that's a lot longer that you then need to protect them, look after them. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously if that gets wiped out, it's then a whole lot longer for then a new, um, a new species, a new set of eggs and what have you to come along. So yeah, the, the incubation duration of the, the eggs could have contributed to it. They did have enormous eggs as well. And that's partly why they think it took so long. The biggest fossilized dinosaur egg has been found in China back in 1990 and it was 45 centimeters long and it weighed wow. five five kilograms that's a big egg 45 centimeters yeah that's pretty big beefy <laughs> that's massive I wonder they, could, they create jurassic park from that can't they <laughs> um just but do you know sharks have been around for 450 million years that is wow. longer than the dinosaurs wow they've seen them come and go they could That's be an episode on themselves, I reckon. Yeah, maybe should an episode on sharks. Um, could we get extinct then? Can, um, we, we know there's been five extinctions. Is there a sixth one coming? We were saying earlier that that geological period of time, you know, being a small one, is 2.8 million years. And it's hard to know if for you're an actually... Extinction. For an yeah, extinction. Yeah, for an extinction. Happened. And it's hard to know if you're actually in it or not. And some people are speculating that they think we could actually be in the sixth mass extinction yeah. now. Yeah, we've said there's, you know, there's a rate, a, a standard level of extinction that, that geologists know to be normal. They think right now, the rate of extinction on planet Earth now is at least a thousand times higher than that. Wow. So if, you know, you know, we are, animals are dying and, you know, if we hit that 75% mark, but it's got to be over 3 million, three million years 
we, we might be in the middle of an extinction period yeah. now. We said some of the reasons for those extinctions, though, were like heating up planet, cooling down planet. Do you know what I mean? Like volcanoes Blooding, going off. Drowning. Wildfires. Isn't all that stuff happening right now, like on a, on a, a much more often? Sounds sounds a bit similar, doesn't it, to uh, to what we're reading well, in the news at the moment? I don't know, a bit worrying. Yeah, I, I agree. I read the same thing that we we may well be in the middle of mass extinction level number six, but we're not obviously we're not going to know about it because it's going to be three million years. But so <laughs> I don't know. Food for thought, I guess. Food for thought. I I did have a quick look about. It's probably super unfortunate what happened to the dinosaurs if we're thinking about this asteroid. If it had only been you know, a few minutes earlier or a few minutes later, then it would have landed either in like the middle of the Atlantic or it would have landed in the middle of the Pacific because that yeah, area within Earth. Mexico is, is you know, relatively a thin strip of land, isn't it there? Yeah. And also when, where it landed wasn't very deep. So that meant yeah. that it then vaporized and caused all of this massive destruction yeah. then to happen with these different chemicals and the sulfuric rain and everything that then came out which had it been slightly earlier or slightly later would have missed mexico just gone straight into the ocean probably still would have caused a tsunami to go around but oh, for sure wouldn't have been the catastrophe that dinosaurs then faced and having them wiped out yeah because it hits the water so there's no like dust cloud i guess like it doesn't yeah. create that it doesn't block the sun yeah. like you know, anyone on land or, or close to the sea would have been in trouble. Anyone, <laughs> any dinosaur, they'd have been smashed by a tsunami. But it, like all the plants wouldn't have died, for example. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So they were pretty, pretty unfortunate. And then, uh, unfortunately, that's that's what then happened to them. Right. I think we've summed that up real nice. Now, I do know that we've missed something today. And I also know that our takeaways are very similar. Yeah. So let, let, you wanted it to be your takeaway today. So you do yours first and I'll do mine. And I know that ours are, are similar. All right, cool. So my two guys, one topic takeaway this week is the word dinosaur. We love our etymology, but I just thought yeah. that this was such a, a good little takeaway. And the word dinosaur hasn't been around all that long. So it was a guy called Richard Owen who came up with it in 1842. Okay. And he'd seen lots of dinosaur fossils being uncovered and thought, well, we need to call this something, which is pretty cool, isn't it? You need to come up for a name for these big bones that we're finding at the moment. Yeah. So he came up with the word dinosaur and the way that he did it was dino comes from the Greek word dinos, which means terrible. And saurus comes from the Greek word sauros, which means lizard. So dinosaurs mean terrible lizard. That is cool. I like that. But mine's better than that. What is your two guys, one topic takeaway? What does Stegosaurus mean? Oh, okay. My, my main man, Stegosaurus, Steggy. So, Saurus means lizard. Stego, Steg, means roof, as in roofed. They called it a roofed lizard because when they first found the fossils of the Stegosaurus, they found his little spikes on his back, yeah, those flat plate things. Well, to look at those plate things, they thought they were roof tiles. So they assumed that the stegosaur had tiles all over his back as if it were a roof. So it was called a roofed lizard. But obviously, <laughs> after a little while, they realized that those those slate things were actually uh, like spiky up. They were not sitting on his back like like tiles. So he's known as a roof lizard. Stego means roof, roofed lizard. 
I like that. Roof lizard. I also yeah. interestingly did find out what Tyrannosaurus Rex means. Did you know that one? Oh yeah, go and tell us. So Rex means king. Tyran or tyrant, as in like tyrant is like a baddie, right? Like a tyrant yeah. is not a good thing. So it is like king of the tyrants. Rex and tyrant is king tyrant. And then Saurus means lizard. So he's like the king of the tyrants of all the lizards. Amazing. Like they knew that he was the big, but the, the alpha, like this one's the worst one. So Rex means king, tyrant, tyran, obviously is tyrant as we know it. So he's king of all the tyrants. Brilliant. Brilliant. So the extinction of the dinosaurs, hopefully that's shed some light on it for everybody this week. And it is widely accepted by scientists that the asteroid theory is the most accurate one. Um, yeah. So unless anything comes along anytime soon that uh, that can disprove that, that is very much the one that that looks like it's it's there. Yeah, dinosaurs got wiped out. There are other things, mammals and, and the avian dinosaurs, the birds that were around at the time then managed to evolve massively once the dinosaurs were removed from the ecosystem. Um, what a super interesting topic. If, um, if any of you are doing, uh, any of our listeners find themselves telling their children about this, do let us know. I think that would be really interested. You'll listen to this and then decide, ah, oh, my, my kids are in primary school and they're on a dinosaurs topic. I'm going to tell them all about how the dinosaurs got wiped out. Definitely. But Feel free. Yeah. Ste- what was it? Stegosaurus and Tyrannosaurus were 80 million years apart. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing dinosaurs, they can't actually play together because they weren't their own. <laughs> just, just by 80 million years. And all of human life, anyone on the planet right now, last millisecond of New Year's Eve. Amazing. On that note, we'll say thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you've got any questions or anything you want to send our way, we'd love to hear from you get in contact with us at two guys one topic on twitter instagram or facebook we'll be with you next tuesday with another episode but until then share for some dinosaur extinction knowledge <laughs>